Welcome to Worth in Progress. I'm Maria Grandi, personal power speaker and coach, and I'll be helping you get through the very real and raw process of personal development. Self-awareness is not always pleasant, so it's my intention to teach you to recognize your triggers, give you tools to guide you, and I'll share my personal stories of my own journey to find self-worth. Thank you so much for being here, and I always welcome your input. This episode is sponsored by Clearing Your Castle. It's a local New Jersey business that specializes in organizing your home or staging homes for sale. You have to go check out their work on the website, clearingyourcastle.com. Whether you're a realtor that needs homes staged or you just want to organize your own home, this is a perfect solution for you and it's extremely affordable. So check it out today, clearingyourcastle.com. Tell them I sent you and receive 10% off. This is episode 10, and we are talking about forgiving others. We discuss the act of forgiveness and how challenging it can be to forgive someone that has either hurt you or someone you love. And as usual, I share my own stories of walking myself through the forgiveness process. And it's hard to grasp that forgiveness is something that is actually for you and not the other person. So we'll discuss that and ways you can let go and move on, patience, And naturally, we're going to talk about self-awareness. I want to start this off with a visual. Imagine yourself going through your day and you have to carry around a 50-pound bag on your back. Every task that you perform, work, play, exercise, chores, whatever, you have this 50-pound backpack on. For what, right? It's not necessary. So why would you carry that around? That's the exact same way you should feel about the past. How can you move on if you're carrying something heavy from your past? Does it serve you in accomplishing any of the things that you want to accomplish? I visualize it like a backpack. I help my clients in this way too. You're trying to walk toward this goal, carrying heavy, unnecessary baggage that only weighs you down. So what's the purpose? Forgiveness is something that we're supposed to do, right? We're taught to ask for forgiveness. And here's what used to confuse me growing up. The very people that were teaching me this, or the churchgoers, I used to call them, were the people that held grudges the longest and held on to anger, didn't talk to certain people in their family, and just sat around talking about people in general. I didn't understand. These are people that judged others, held a grudge forever. They'll cut you off in a second if you've wronged them. I would listen to why someone doesn't talk to their mother, their father, their siblings, or whoever, and I just couldn't understand how you can hold a grudge for that long. Because I came to realize that forgiveness is for me. It's really not for them. I hated so much about my father and his mistakes, and then I made them. I made the same ones. If I'm going to understand why I did what I did, then I think that I better try to understand the reasons that were behind his sins, his behaviors. And that's tricky, to see things from another person's perspective, because we only know our own. We actually have to try to see things differently and and experience them from a different point of view and not our emotion. It's challenging, but it's just, it's not impossible. Did you ever fight with someone and hold on to anger because you weren't going to give in first and you completely forgot days later what the original argument was even about? That's our ego. It's all in your head. Not one bit of it is in your heart. And that's what we're taught. We're taught to stay in that logical mind. I remember the days of the silent treatment. Woo! Going to bed angry, 
He said something the wrong way, made me feel bad. We judge everything by the emotions that we attach to it. If we shift the focus to why did something someone said have so much power over us, then we shift to understanding ourselves. We're taught to blame someone for our emotions. That's just the way it is. Without self-awareness, you can't unlearn that. A few years ago, I heard something that someone said about me. And what they said isn't important, but I'm going to share it with you because I want to uh, take you through how I processed it. Basically, they said, how is Marie a motivational speaker when she can't even motivate herself to lose weight? Ouch, right? I know this person, and I've had to see them many, many times since then, and they don't know that I know. So how did I forgive them, and how did I not hold a grudge? I would love to say that it was easy as saying that statement was more about her than it was about me. And that is true, but you can't get to that point without really, really trying for a while. I know that, but you still have to process the hurt. You still have to sit in those emotions and and try to understand. So I was hurt. It made me think that they were right for a second. How could I motivate people? Why would they listen to me? I pulled myself out of that, and then I felt anger. That bitch, she's jealous. What a two-faced. I definitely didn't want to see her. I know she talks about me, so her fake act will just make me more mad, right? And then I just tried to see things from her limited beliefs. And I told myself that I want to help people on a very large scale. And I can't get there if I listen to the people who stay in the stands and aren't even brave enough to enter the arena. I have to forgive with my heart, not my head. I've seen her many times, of course, since then. And I lead with nothing but love. Knowing who people are doesn't mean that you have to cut them off. Maybe trust won't be there, but I still try to accept people for right where they are. And not everyone's going to be thrilled with me. Another part of my process of forgiveness was victimhood. I can't forget to slip that one in there. I needed to tell people that she said that and get the reactions and make her the villain. It just got me nowhere. There's that bag I'm carrying. And I have to visualize that bag slowing me down from getting to my goal. So I allowed myself to feel the emotions, and I stayed in self-awareness. No need to blame, play the victim, or even really understand the other person. In other words, own your shit. So in, the, in my days of egoic grudge-holding, I didn't sleep, had a crappy day, headache, didn't get anything done, all because I made someone else responsible for my happiness. So now I have to wait until they make it right, and then I could feel better. It doesn't make any sense, yet we do it all the time. I'm not giving in. They're going to pay. They're going to see what happens when they treat me wrong. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a bunch of shit. Buddha says holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. In your resentment, you're saying, I have the right to be angry. But resentment is in you. And it can only thrive if you are unwilling to end the resentment with forgiveness. Your right to be angry is only hurting you. And here's the problem in it all is that the focus is on being right. We have an incessant need to make others wrong when we're angry. I can go into the worst area, which is politics, right? I try to observe without getting pulled in, but people are so concerned with being right all the time. They're filled with anger, only seeing problems that feed the pollution of anger. I choose not to sit there. Anything that holds me back from achieving my goals is not going to last in my life. And that could be people. That could be anger. That could be a lot of things. I look at social media sometimes and I think people just look for reasons to be offended. 
a rude person, a point of view, cursing, politics, what someone is wearing. I used to get mad when a guy would call a woman chick or broad. <laughs> and I still see posts for, um, from forever single guys who my inner bitch would love to put them in their place. But for what? Let them be who they are. I choose to say on the positive side, the not offended side. In self-awareness, sit back, take a look at all the trivial things that you give your energy to in one day. It's a choice. The only person that you're having any effect over is yourself. So why? You'll never know inner peace until you stop judging and become an observer. Our ego wants us to be right, and it means judging people. Waiting for an apology. Never giving in. Never trusting again. And also never having peace. We hold grudges to hold power, but there's more power in forgiveness. We just aren't willing to go to that side sometimes. That's why I say that at first we don't decide to forgive. We need to talk ourselves through the emotion, the meaning. We constantly challenge our minds to see things in a different way, not just the way it affects us. I look at it this way. If I want forgiveness, I need to forgive. I'm willing to look at where someone else is coming from. I'm willing to look at the pain that they felt that led them to hurt others because I can relate there. I may not relate to what they did, but I can humanize it by choice. I remember when my daughter was 17 and started to drive. I got a call from her crying. She was in a minor accident, and it was near the school. A mother was driving the other car, and her son, who was also new to driving, um, pulled out too far, and Lauren hit him. Lauren told me that the woman, the, the mother, yelled at her. And there I go, zero to Philly, ready to rip someone's head off. I quickly got there, and by then the woman calmed down and realized that Lauren was also a new driver, and she apologized for being reactive. I understood that. I was definitely the queen of reacting at that time. But so it was all good. I didn't stay angry. I saw the reason. I probably would have done the same back then. So I related to it. It's not getting angry that's the problem. It's staying angry that causes more problems. I get angry now. I vent. I rationalize it. Then it's over. It's when we stay in that space that we're no longer effective. You're stuck in complaint mode and you need to pull yourself out into problem solving mode. Now these are minor things that I've mentioned but what about the big things? It doesn't matter how big the act forgiveness is still more for you not the other person. It doesn't mean letting someone off the hook and this is this is a big thing that people think they have to forgive and and let the person back into their lives. It doesn't mean you'll forget. It doesn't mean you have to be close to them again. It's just about you being set free. Forgiveness helps you transform all the pain and suffering into healing. You let go of the anger because it doesn't serve you. The bigger things aren't easy, and it doesn't happen overnight. Again, we talked about self-forgiveness as a process. So is forgiving others. But remember that staying angry is a choice. You really do have to at least get yourself to the point where you can not be angry about it. This is all for your sake. I don't know if you ever go to mindvalley.com. They have... Lots of different articles on forgiveness, but one of them gives you four ways that you can try to forgive someone. So number one is understand why someone would act that way. Try to develop compassion for their story. See things from a different perspective. Ask questions. Now, this we already discussed. And number two is express your emotions. Sometimes you can't do this with the person that hurt you, but you can open up to someone else. Therapist, friend. Also, releasing your emotions can be physical, like punching a bag. It could be crying, screaming, whatever you need to let it out, and then you move on. 
You don't stay in that space. I also mentioned writing a letter. It's a good idea for, even if you don't send it, it's a good idea. I used to do that because I didn't want to wimp out and saying what I needed to say to certain people. However, in my passive aggressive stage, this actually didn't serve me well because I did it when I was angry. And you really need to wait. Like angry emails, you wait until you calm down to hit send. If you are able to speak with a person face to face, be in a calm state. Tell them why you're angry. Ask questions that you need answers to. Listen. Accept the apology if they give an apology. Some people won't even apologize. This is all for you. Know that this is all for you to then take these emotions and process them after you've said your piece. And number three, now it's time for you to create boundaries with them. You could tell them that you need more time. Tell them how you want things to be now. It could be very different than it was before. Uh, An example would be, I don't want to talk every day. I need space. I don't trust you right now with my feelings, so I won't be sharing as much with you. If you're the type of person that feels bad about creating boundaries, this step is not easy. You're going to be tested over and over again. But tell them what you're willing to do. As long as you're trying, you're not going to be stuck. And the fourth thing that Mind Valley says is let it go. You want me to sing the song? <laughs> uh, this can be almost immediate, you know, that you do let things go. Or it can take a long time, you know, to fully let it go. Be honest with yourself and the person. That's really all it takes at this time. But also understand what anger does to your body. Making the choice to let it go is all up to you. Again, imagine carrying that bag with you through your life. It doesn't make any sense. When you find yourself replaying over and over what someone did to you to hurt you, remind yourself then, this is the process, remind yourself in that moment that it's the past and it's your choice to relive those emotions all over again. Forgiveness is showing mercy to someone that you believe may not deserve it. We all have deep wounds, but we still can choose not to continuously suffer. It can take a long time and I'm not saying that you're wrong if it takes you longer. If you really feel like you can't forgive, seek help. There's a lot of different ways. Talk to someone, pray, try new things, be patient with yourself. The fact that you want to forgive is amazing. Some people can't even see through their anger to even try. Even in looking up what it means to forgive, almost all the sites that I found were faith-based, all Bible. And I do truly believe that it's a spiritual act. It's grace. I can honestly say that I have forgiven everyone and anyone that has hurt me or wronged me in my life. Doesn't mean that they're invited over. (laughs) It just means I let go and I'm a much better person because of it. One of the trainings that I took was with Dr. Joe Vitale, and he's known for the laws of attraction and being in the movie The Secret. He does this training called Ho'oponopono. (laughs) Yes, that's a word, and it is Hawaiian. It's a prayer. And ho'oponopono, opono means to make things right. It's twice because it means to make things right both ways. So it's ho'oponopono. When I first heard it, I remember seeing it actually on my Facebook sponsored ads. And I would be like, what the hell is this word? People are just making shit up now. And for weeks it came across my feed and then I finally figured maybe it was meant for me to see. I signed up for the course. There's a prayer that goes along with it, and it's very simple, but I urge you to check it out if you're struggling with forgiveness. The prayer is very simple. It's, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. Ho'oponopono, make it right both ways. And check it out if you'd like to dive a little bit deeper into forgiveness.
Now, this past week, I received several emails with questions. I chose one that is in the forgiveness realm. But next week, we're going to discuss what to do if you're not happy at your job. Okay, here's the question. I listened to your episode on forgiveness, and I'm challenged when it comes to my ex-husband. In the divorce process, he said very nasty things, even in front of the kids, and he will never admit it. We agreed to get along for the kids' sake, but when I look at him, I feel angry, and I don't know how to make it better. I know the kids see it too. Do you have any advice in moving forward? Well, I hope that what you just listened to helped you a little bit. When divorce happens, communication gets even worse. Again, you're carrying around that backpack filled with everything that they ever did or said to you, and that's what you focus on. Your focus is always going to be on that backpack, unless you change your focus. Now, imagine this. You have a big pile of dog shit, and you spray perfume on it. Does it make it better? That's what you did when you and your ex decided to get along just for the kid's sake. You didn't try to let go of the past pain. You're trying to still control things, both of you. Then the bitterness takes over, and I'll tell you this. The kids see way more than you think, and they feel it too. That's not to make you feel worse. It's to open your eyes. You can't control what your ex does or says, but you can do everything in your power to search yourself. Why are you angry? Because this is still a loss, and we have to mourn losses. We have to search deep inside, own our own shit, and then forgive. Choose to forgive. Leave the backpack down on the ground. Then talk to your ex, not about blame, but own your side of the crappy communication. Own it. How can you move forward, leading from your heart and not coming from that place of anger anymore? If you have it in your mind that you can never do this, then you simply aren't ready. You're not ready to let go. Keep trying. Stay focused on what you want, not what you don't want, because that's not going to get you anywhere. There has to be a shift in what your perception is. If you're focused on him getting away with things and the fact that it isn't fair, then you're going to stay in anger. If you're focused on building your communication with him so that everyone can benefit from it, then that's where you're going to go. But you're not ready to go there yet. When you are, you're going to change your focus. I really hope that helps you. And keep reminding yourself to come from your heart, not your ego. The ego is going to get you into a whole lot of trouble if you keep letting it. The behaviors that you're displaying are conditioned and learned. So this is a process of unlearning. Go easy on yourself, but also call yourself out on that kind of stuff because that's where you're going to see the changes happen. If you have a question that you want me to share, please send it to maria at mariagrandyllc.com and I'll get to as many as I can. And thank you so much for listening. I hope today's message resonated with you. And if it did, please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. And share it with someone else if you think it can inspire them. Also, you can follow me on social media at Maria Grandi LLC. And my website is also MariaGrandiLLC.com. Lastly, remember to go easy on yourself as you go through this process. And everyone else around you for that matter. We're all working through something.